We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through them, I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there are quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Luke 10. Now it came to pass, as they went, that he entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Hmm. She had a sister. Rumor has it that this sister of hers was a bad girl. Rumor. Rumor has it that she was very well known by the brethren. <sighs> but she sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. I wasn't going to go all the way, but I need to go here. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. Watch this. Jesus answered and said unto her, Oh, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. That's as far as I'm going to go. Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. That's good right there. We, we started this thing about the power of the presence of God. And I, I feel like teaching today, I'm not, I was intentional. You see, I was kind of mellow the whole intro because you always make me holler and get excited and I start shouting and things. And, and people just come to me and we teach sometimes. So I feel like teaching today. But I feel glory, though. I feel glory, but I can really try to teach this thing today. So y'all in the front row, y'all be nice and, and just like say like good words. Say them kind of things. Don't be shouting and stuff. Because I am I'm very impressionable. So anyway, um, the Lord has, has really been dealing with me with this thing about understanding the importance of the presence of God. And I need you to hear this, beloved. Hear this. Please hear me. The presence of God for many of us, Robin, was seen as a desire. 
I just want to be with you. I want to be where you are. It's a wonderful ideal for the presence of God to be a desire, but the problem is desires go with feelings. Say it again, Denzel. It's a wonderful thing for the presence of God to be desired by us, but desires go with feelings. That means when you don't feel it. See, <laughs> there are times when, well, it's most times, but there are times when I feel for cheesecake. Which is most times, but it's still, it's, it's a desire uh, that I feel for, but there are the rare occasions, very rare, but there are the rare occasions when I don't feel it. And so we cannot, Shakara, put the presence of God in the place of a desire because even if you don't feel it, you still need it. The presence of God. Come on, Denzel. The presence of God. Inside voice. The presence of God has to be viewed by the believer as more than something that we want. It must be viewed as a need. So this is why last week we mentioned what Miles Monroe said in his book about worship, that he talked about ideal environments. He says everything that God created, there was an environment for it to function in. And just as fish need the water for them to exist, uh, the believer needs the presence of God to exist. Actually, not the believer, the human being. The human needs the presence of God to exist. Whenever we spend too much time out of the presence of God, we malfunction. Don't raise your hand, but think about your life. Whenever you, you spend, the, lo the longer you drift from the presence of God, the more you malfunction. Now, Father began to make this the more plain to me um, as I was meditating this week. He drove this home so much more because he says to me, son, um, you got to understand more than this just being the ideal environment. You got to understand that um, as your, your person is made up of three parts, you have, you all know this, your body, your soul, and your spirit. Your body, that's the outward house. Your soul, that's your mind, your, your will, your emotions, your rationale, your intellect. That's your soul. And your spirit is the part of you that connects with heaven. Yeah? You remember that teaching? All right. So watch this now. He says, the environment around us is ran by the devil. There's a shock look on your face because y'all didn't know it. Y'all thought, thought um, the environment around you was holy. You only need to look around. Not, not in here. Not looking here. But I mean, you only need to look around and the preponderance of the evidence confirms that the environment around us is ran by the devil. All right? Uh, um, um, girlfriend, put, put up there, uh, what's it? Ephesians 2 and 2, I believe. I believe that's where I want to go first. I hope I'm right. Uh, read that for me, please. Everybody ready? Read.
Whoa, stop right there. According to the prince of the power of the air. That ain't talking about Jesus. That's talking about the devil. Let's give you another text. Go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 4. Oh, there it is. Oh, you jamming this morning. You smoking hot. Here we go. Ready? Uh, ready? Read this. Ready? Read. Whoa! Stop! Now, that's the problem there because that's, that's a problem with this whole program because that should not be that should not be capital G. Can you edit this program? This program ain't safe. No, I, I didn't even like that like that. You doing it now? Put that small G. Like I said, the wrong message. It's a small G there, and the program mess it. The program change it. So I tell you the devil is the prince of the year? I mean, case in point right here. Because the scripture showed us a small G. But the program changed the big G. Yeah, I, I don't know if y'all know this, y'all can, but with my iPad, when I'm typing and I'm doing my sermons up, and I put, I put um, um, Jesus Christ, sometimes it puts it in small, in small letters. And I saw this, I typed Satan one time, and they put it in capital S. I said, this demon, I hold my iPad up, I said, listen, I bind you, get up out of here in Jesus' name, you old demon, you. But, but that, it confirms that the devil, this, this whole exercise now, confirms that he's the prince of the year. So the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believeth not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, that's the capital G, should shine unto them. So why would God not want Christ to shine? That is the devil. And is saying that the devil is the God of this world. Why is that important? It is important that I'm building this case that everything around you is feeding your flesh negatively. That's what I want you to get. Everything around you is negatively feeding your flesh. Everything. Wherever you go, there, there is flesh impulse. Because this there's this prince of the air. And, and that's why one of the things we got to do when we come to the house of God, we create the environment of the presence of God because there got to be one place you can run. Oh, God. There got to be a place that you can go, where there is no demonic influence, where the God of this world can't walk into here and run here. He cannot get amongst the saints of God and to change what happens in here. And that's why the houses of worship must be places of the presence of God. The presence of God got to be in the corporate gathering because if it ain't here, I might as well stay home because that means the devil running this environment too. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, the, the prince of this air, he, he functioning on your job. How many of y'all know that's right? Some of y'all believe that's your old boss. Stop it. Don't, be nice. But, but, but like, like, you get in your house, feel like the prince of the air is there, the prince of this world. Your community, the food store there. You, you're constantly bombarded and seeing that you cannot escape. And God says, make this plain to my people because they need to understand why my presence is so important. It's, it's because that's the only place where your spirit is fed. 
Everything else around you feeds your flesh. Feeds your body. And feeds your soul. The presence of the presence of God is the only place where your spirit is nourished. And your spirit is your God connect. So this idea of spending time in the presence of God cannot be seen as a luxury wherever you find the time. It cannot be viewed that way. And listen, you cannot trust it with life worship center alone because most of you eat six times a day. So your body is being, y'all are playing times a day. Especially when I first had a lockdown. There was a time when I used to think it's cheaper to buy groceries than to eat out. During that first lockdown, I wanted to eat out. Because that grocery bill, Lord Jesus, I could have buy a new house. That grocery bill, because I mean, you're home. I know if you're home, you might as well eat something. You know, and I, you know my whole, that whole first three months home, I make not one sandwich. You know, when you, when you like, when you busy, you just make one little ham sandwich and that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Steam turkey. Rice and corn, coleslaw. Do not, no, that's, that's one o'clock in the day. That's lunch. <laughs> Feeling munchy that night. Take four steaks out. Layer them with some shrimp. Steam some broccoli, peas and rice. Sunday, no, it's Thursday. I like, you know. <laughs> what I talking about? So you. <laughs> You are constantly feeding your body, but our spirits are left deprived. Now here it is. As I was thinking about this, I had this picture in my mind. Um, uh, I don't know. One of the stores I used to shop in a lot. Uh, I used to shop in a lot. I used to shop a lot in Burlington Coat Factory. I used to shop here. Any of y'all used to go there a lot? Yeah, that's, I used to go there a lot. And it's amazing, Yasmin. That in Burlington Coat Factory, I didn't go on and buy, you know, they, they, have, they have small, small man jeans for me. So I get my little four or five jeans and I get my little shirt. They have like a big and tall section, you know, so you just, you know, just get my jeans. And I get my stuff and I'm waiting on that line to check out. And on the line to check out, to your left, cookie. To your right, chip. Covered popcorns, covered in caramel and things. I have a host. There's a closed store. Devil, it's a closed store. And then if you make two more steps, you're in front of the cooler. 
Fanta orange. Come on, man. That bottle of Dr. Pepper. Because we don't have any bottle of Dr. Pepper around here like that. You just can't find them around here like that. See, you also but no, that's, that's the same nonsense you tell yourself. You know, I know last time I had a tall bottle of Dr. Pepper. And so, so watch this. The things that you don't need are always readily available. You ever, you, ever, you ever noticed that when you're checking out your grocery, that's where they put the chocolate? Like, why do you have like a, a stack of apples right there? Some carrots. No, Cadbury. Munch. Oh, you like the whole nut? And, and, and I, can see that, I can see that spirit on you because that's a spirit. Because in your mind, you're telling yourself nuts in this. You get a big tea of chocolate, one nut, one. <laughs> you gotta look for that one nut. You even know when you swallow that, they're gone so fast. And watch this though. I'm going somewhere with this. The foods that you need always cost more. And you always got to go and find it. I tell you, you're in Brennan factory and you can find junk to eat. You can find junk anywhere. You go to the gas station, junk. But the foods that you really need, you got to go looking for them. And you, you, you got to go Searching and investigating, and, and you, you got to read labels. You know you don't read the Cheetos label. Cheetos. That that you need will always cost you more. Those y'all who single? The right mate? <laughs> Them ones you could find all about the street? Chances are. You know, you know, I love my son. There's a little juice tree right behind this building right back there. I love him. He can't pick food for me. Ask me why. He's too short. I don't, I don't eat fruit that low on the tree. God, you preaching, good boy. Yeah. I came for this this morning. I, so I came all low and me. I look down and walk this down. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I need somebody tall if you can get fruits for me. Because I don't like stuff that all fill up. Uh, something everybody hiding and being on. Turn. 
Don't, don't say this corner. Boy, I feel like walking down this road, boy. I feel like walking down this road. Oh, Lord God, I feel like walking down this road. But I'm talking about the presence of God. I'm talking about the presence of God. That's right. Hey, glory to God. Listen, some of y'all, you're picking too low. And you know why you're doing it? Because you're desperate. People like me who pick high fruit, we got to have patience. When you like high fruit, you got to have patience and you got to understand certain trees ain't for you. Be willing to say, okay, that's not me. That ain't my tree because all the fruit on that one low. So I can't eat off that. There's another tree somewhere. Trust you me. God didn't just make, there's more trees around here, man. I tell you there's more trees. Good fruit. And you can find out something, Michelle. When you get old, you can realize you can't eat dilly no more. You ever notice like when you get older, like there are certain things you could eat a lot when you turn? And now you're older, when you eat it, it's make you sick? Come into a singles conference near you. Close bracket, end that. That's finished right there. Let's just keep on going, you know. You, you know Dilly is um, Fira? I don't, you do? Okay. Okay, just make sure. I don't want to leave nobody behind. All right, so. He says, the presence of God is necessary, is needed, just like there are certain, nutriment, there are certain nutrients that your body needs to exist. And I don't care what they sell it on TV. You ain't gonna get those nutrients until you change your diet. You can gotta change the you gotta change the way you eat. For your body now. The things that your body really needs, you gotta change your diet. You could buy all them pills. Some of you get more pills you're taking. So you could, you know, that can make you healthy and make you lose weight. I remember I remember when I was on my weight loss thing back in the day. I don't think now. Right now, I just, I just, I just fine. Uh, uh. No, that wasn't a joke. I'm serious. No, I, I just look good. There was a time I was on a little weight loss ride, but I remember when I was off to school, I was on this weight loss thing. Listen to me. If it, anything that say weight loss, I used to buy it. You remember they had the Hollywood diet? They had the Hollywood. This, this, I, I ordered. They had this Hollywood thing. This, this, the bottle of juice thing. And say, 10 days, you lose like, like 30 pounds. I buy that foolishness. I'll tell the rest of the story outside, church. Uh, but those things, those quick fixes do not work. I'm almost there, y'all. Y'all don't even know I, I slow walking, y'all. I try to build this up so I can get where I want to go. We got these things we call in the presence of God. We got these things we've been calling God's presence. And they just chocolate. I know y'all thought I forgot where I was going. No, no, but we, we, we got this. That's a I feel God coming. We got this thing we've been calling worship. We've been calling it the riches of his presence. And you just eating chips. And the problem is we have this juvenile appetite. We, we got 
this childish taste. And we are so easily appeased. We're so easily satisfied. Live with a Kool-Aid and chips and we're happy. That's how the believers today is. We don't desire the richness of the presence of God. We don't have a hunger for it. We don't have a taste for it. And I'm telling you, if it comes cheap, diet. If it comes without effort, the presence of God is going to cost you. People that love the presence of God knows that there's a premium that is required. See, see, y'all leaving me now. Y'all was shouting so much when the asthma was here because y'all was riding up that environment. That ain't what I want to preach on because that means I'll be preaching just come to church. That is what I want you to hear this morning. I don't want you all to hear. I saying, "Listen, come to church. Don't worry, because Yasmin and Risha and Vera and 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 uh, and Dilo, they can be prayed up. They can be all sanctified, and they can give you an atmosphere. No, that's cheap. That's cheap. I'm talking about when Rita by herself, and Rita feels dry and low, and Rita can't find the praise team." We really gotta be willing to pay the price that comes with a cost to pay that price. All right, watch it now. So let's let's move on. The text says that Jesus Jesus enters into this village. Now, this Luke ten is a crazy chapter because if you read it early on, he's talking to his disciples and he tells them that. You only go to a house that receives you. And if they don't receive you, don't leave no blessing with them. Shake the dust off your foot when you leave them. You know, don't check for them. And that's where he, he sets us up in this text. And then he goes on telling the story of the Good Samaritan. And now he comes to a certain village. Now the text begins and says that Martha received him. Brent, we cannot start at the place of receiving because there had to be a step before Martha received him. And the step before she received him was that she recognized him. You cannot properly receive who you do not recognize. So I cannot begin with how you receive him. I got to begin with how you identify him. Are you walking with me? She had to first identify, recognize who he was in order to first receive him. Now watch this. That's what I found out. I found this out. That recognition is easy when there's expectation. You ever notice that like, those of y'all use a hike ride to church? Oh, okay. All right, those use a hike ride to the club. Uh, okay, those use the hike ride, full stop. Use a bummer ride. 
You, 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 people, you, you, oh, nobody catching right. Like for me, I, I got car late, you know? So I hike a lot of ride. And I hike ride from people I didn't know. Like me and I got to go somewhere, and someone say, boy, dance like I can't make it. I send in someone for you, right? Now, they will send someone for me. Don't tell me what car they're driving. Don't tell me how they look. But I will be standing outside my house, and that car comes driving towards me, and I would know. That's them right there. Oh, God. Because there was an expectation. So even though I don't know exactly what was coming, the expectation that I had had me to assess each car that was driving. There are certain cars when they bank around the curve, they're doing 45 miles per hour. That in them. That, that in them, that in them, no, because if they was coming to pick me up, they never been in my house before, they wouldn't be driving that fast. Then another car comes by, seven people in that car. That can't be it. Because I can't fit inside there, so I know that in the car there. And you watch it and you see a car come around and you're watching the person. And as you're watching them, you start walking towards the road. Because there's an expectation. And when there's expectation, we tend to pay more attention to detail. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reese Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.